Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I'm your host as always, David Calvert. And uh, today I'm going to take a page out of another podcast's book and talk about some of my favorite podcasts. Um, that's all the show's going to be about today. Uh, just to highlight some other great podcasts of people that I listen to or uh, shows that I really like. Uh, first off is the show that actually uh, basically... Uh, introduced me to this concept, which was Wonderful Radio Flanagan with Paul Flanagan. It is an incredibly entertaining and fun show to listen to. Paul is an absolute fantastic guy, and I'm working on setting up a time to actually interview him on my show at some point in the near future. Um, We've just got to get our scheduling worked out, so uh, be looking for that. He's a really great guy, and uh, his episode, if you're curious about checking it out, it's called the Magnificent Seven Podcasts. He also did an episode where he recorded in the shower, <laughs> which, if you guys have heard me talk about my show, about those aha moments you have, um, you know, I thought, oh, you know, shower thoughts, you know, even though there's already a pod, uh, uh, not a podcast, there's a YouTube channel called Shower Thoughts, um, where they talk about just random uh, thoughts. It's quite hilarious. You should check that out, too. But he actually recorded an episode of his podcast in the shower. Uh, it was quite funny, and I actually asked him about it. He he told me that uh, he had tried to clip his phone in, and it, it flew across the bathroom or whatever. So, um, you know, to try and find a way to mount it. Um, but, you know, definitely an awesome show. He tells stories about his travels, about his journeys, about life in general. Uh, he actually did record one episode in his car where he's, like, stuck in traffic. And he's like, well, what else am I going to do and record an episode? It's just, it's really a blast and very entertaining. Um, if you've not heard of it, I highly recommend it. You can listen to it on Anchor, uh, Radio Public, Apple, just about anywhere podcasts can be heard. And uh, I actually just sent him some links to get uh, his RSS feed email updated so that he could get on to some other platforms as well, the ones that require you to verify your email um, to get your podcast listed there. So um, hopefully he'll be in even more places coming soon. Another one that I that I really, really like, that I'm a huge fan of, uh, is the Morning Star Journal with Tariq. Um, and it's not just because uh, Tariq and I have known each other personally, we've worked together, um, for several years, you know, we've known each other, uh, we worked at Verizon together. It's not just because of that. I like it because what Tariq does in his show is he actually talks about, um, books, movies, video games, and, um, television shows, and basically gives you his take. And he does a really, really deep dive into this. It's not just a, well, you know, like your average review, where it's like, oh yeah, you know, this cinematography was great, and blah, blah, blah. He actually goes in and talks about the why, the little known facts and details, the stuff that you would only learn if you were a diehard fan, or if you watched, you know, documentaries, or the making ofs, and things like that, or saw interviews on, you know, television with the actors, where they they would throw in little tidbits of knowledge that you wouldn't know otherwise. He's he's very dedicated to his craft. He does a lot of time researching. He does something I don't do, 
uh, with my show, uh, he actually, you know, does research and does notes and stuff like this. Now, I do research for my interviews. I want to try and find out so I, I don't get in and like, oh, I don't know of any questions I could ask this person. So I do go back and research the people. But as far as actually doing a research on, like, the stuff I talk about on a normal uh, show, you know, it's just me out there talking nonsense and uh, trying to help people along the way if any of the information is useful. Um, yeah, and he, he doesn't do reviews, though, per se. What he does is retrospectives. So he talks about older stuff that you might have missed or, or classics, like uh, one of my favorite episodes of his was uh, about Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark because I was a huge fan of the show. Uh, of the movie, um, you know, and uh, I learned some stuff that I didn't know about it, and, and I considered myself a pretty huge Indiana Jones fan. Um, he also did uh, reviews um, about Leverage and Person of Interest, which were two phenomenally good television shows that were completely underrated, um, and I really enjoyed them. And then, of course, he does a lot of good books and book series, so... You know, definitely a show worth checking out. Uh, for the next one is going to be... I'm doing this randomly, by the way. Um, Authentic Act. What's your story with Lee Everett? So, Lee is a fairly new podcaster. Matter of fact, he's a fairly new friend of mine. He's also one of my co-hosts now uh, for LinkedIn Local in Charlotte. So... Um, what he's wanting to do, and what he kept telling me is like, he's like, you know, I told him that he should be a writer, you know, because the stuff he writes is pretty good. And he's like, nah, man, I'm more into like spoken word stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I'm telling you, you should be a writer. You're telling me your thing is spoken word. How about you make a podcast? And, um, you know, it's just really cool. He talks about authenticity in the workplace and in life. And, uh, he's, he's, you know, still new to it. Uh, he just started the podcast up last month in January. And, uh, you know, I really think the show is going to be uh, fantastic as he goes and as he builds it. And, you know, I just can't wait to see his uh, his success in that. Speaking of success, <clears throat> the next one is going to be Decoding Success with Matt Labrie. Now, you might recognize that name. Uh, because he is someone who I have recently interviewed on the podcast, though, of course, I also did interview Tariq uh, as well, though he was episode 53. Um, but uh, Matt's a little bit more recent. Um, he has had one heck of a kickstart to his life uh, working with, uh, um, um, you know, so many amazing people and doing interviews and you know, just fresh out of college and, you know, putting his business together and hustling. And, I mean, his interviews are top-notch. This guy has such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to entrepreneurship and, and just the human soul and what makes us tick, you know, and what makes us do the things we do as far as becoming entrepreneurs. I mean, the conversation I had with him, I was just sitting there just blown away by the responses uh, that he had, and it was just so, so amazing, um, you know, because it was like, wow, okay, 
you know, some of the stuff I was like, wow, I'm not crazy. And some of the stuff I was like, wow, I never thought about that before, but yeah, he's right. That's cool. <laughs> so, so, um, definitely check out the coding success with Matt Labrie. Another great podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, um, one that I really like, and I'm good friends with this guy. And, and at some point I'm definitely gonna have to get over to, uh, England, uh, to meet him. And I'll probably try and meet, uh, Paul Flanagan as well is, uh, building from the bottom with Gareth Rafferty. He is in university still. He is, uh, 20 years old and he is just going through starting. He's trying to start a social media marketing business. And I, I say trying to start, he actually has started. He's actually started to take on clients, uh, recently and started working with people and basically the show is, it's his life, you know, it's his journey, um, into entrepreneurship, into how he's doing things. He shares his successes. He shares his failures. He really, really, um, you know, it's an open book, you know, he journals, um, his life and how his days have gone and things like that and things he's working on, things he thinks of. And then he talks about that stuff in the show and it's really brilliant. Um, you know, I've listened to almost all of it. I'll admit, uh, there's a couple episodes, um, that I haven't caught up on yet just because I've just been getting so much into listening to podcasts recently and working with other podcasts. Um, I'm sadly an episode or two behind, <laughs> Um, I did listen to uh, my interview on his show um, just out of morbid curiosity. So I'm missing like two from season one and then one from season two. Um, and then of course, he's going to be dropping another episode today. Uh, so so I'll now be four episodes behind. Though I'll try and listen to that one a little bit later. Um, to catch me up some, at least even. And uh, But yeah, I mean, this guy is brilliant. He has some fantastic ideas. And once he gets out of university, I can guarantee you this kid is going to have one heck of a business because I feel like he is doing so many things right. It's just, it's amazing how how talented and how smart he is. And I just, I know that there's going to be, you know, great, great things uh, to come from his business once he gets out there and actually gets everything put together. Another one, which I just actually listened to today it's called A Teacher's Shoes, and that one is by um, Erica DeRosier. I probably totally butchered the last name, and I apologize, Erica, if you listen to this. I'm so sorry. Um, but her show is about becoming more innovative in teaching. Um, her and several other teachers, and I'm sure this is true the worldwide and you guys have heard me talk about this on the show previously about how the education system is archaic it's a dinosaur and it really needs to be brought up to date um but her show is about that is about innovating in the classroom changing things building lessons and teaching around what is actually relevant in society today because so many people come out of college they have their degree and they can't get a job you know i mean i can't even tell you how many people i know of that work 
in fast food restaurants that have degrees, that work in at Walmart that have degrees, that work in movie theaters that have degrees, that work in all these jobs, and none of these degrees that they have, I guarantee you that the fry cook at McDonald's, you don't need a college degree to do that. So the fact that, you know, we need to change the way people are educated, and not just in college, but all the way through school, to help them get a degree that's actually relevant to something that they can actually work in. And, uh, you know, I mean, I actually, you, you guys know this as well, I dropped out of college after my first semester, realizing that I couldn't really learn anything here. Um, and I'm working in the career field that I dropped out of, you know, um, just simply because college really couldn't offer me anything that I didn't already have. There wasn't anything new to be mined there. So I, I stopped and, uh, you know, went, it took me a little bit longer to get into the field because I didn't have the degree, but I still got there and I learned and had so many great, amazing experiences. Like for instance, if I would have got my college degree, I would have never met Tariq and I considered, I mean, that would be a crime to me. I can't imagine not knowing him is such a, such a really cool guy. Um, but I probably would have never worked at Verizon cause I would have been working at another business in the IT field. Uh, um, long before that and would have never, you know, uh, worked at Verizon. So, you know, there's that, you know, I look at it from that perspective. Um, the next show is, which I know I'm going to mess up this name because I did on our recent interview too, um, is Impact by Choice by Andrada Anate. See, I can't even do it. <laughs> I think it's because I was thinking about it. But she talks to and interviews people who have a story, which is really cool. She wants to share people's stories. She originally started doing this as like written interviews last year, where she would interview people and share their story in articles on LinkedIn. Um, unfortunately, and if anybody from LinkedIn is actually listening to this episode... We need to figure out a way to get articles to have a little bit more light shed on them, like posts do. Because I'll write a post and I'll get, you know, several hundred, couple thousand views on it. I'll write an article and get 20. Um, and the article could be profound. Um, I mean, maybe not my articles, but, you know, the article that's being written could be so profound, but I'll never see it. Uh, because articles just don't have that priority in the uh, in the feed, so chances of seeing them are extremely slim. So, um, with that being said, she started doing it in the written form. Um, they are fantastic articles, and I highly recommend you check them out. Um, and she wrote a book called "The Man, the Moon, and the Casket," which was a self-help book disguised as a fiction novel which I thought was brilliant. Um, but then also she wanted to share people's stories in a more impactful way where more people could, um, you know, find out about them. So she started doing the podcast Impact by Choice. And her, her interview style is so great. It's so relaxing. And, um, you know, if you're looking for a show 
um, to listen to that has great interview and great insights from amazing people that are not necessarily like per se the most famous people. Uh, you know, she's not interviewing like people that are just on the cover of GQ, but she's interviewing people that have a story. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a brilliant show. So I definitely recommend you check it out along with all the others, of course. And, um, yeah, I'm sure you won't be disappointed. The next one up as I scroll through my podcast here is going to be Hacks and Hobbies with Junaid. This is an interesting, interesting and unusual podcast that I stumbled upon because um, I'm friends with a fellow uh, podcaster who will actually do his show next. And um, it's really interesting show because he originally started it out to talk about his hobbies. Like, for instance, one, he is a, a beekeeper. Uh, as a hobby, I'm sure for honey, and which is really cool. My parents actually considered doing that as well, which I think I mentioned in a previous episode. Um, but yeah, to talk about just interesting hobbies and things that he finds fascinating. And it's a great premise because you learn a lot about just off-the-wall subjects that um, you might not have thought about before, which is insane, you know, because I love learning new things. So I was really drawn to this, to this podcast and, um, you know, through listening to it and getting to know uh, Janaid, um, I actually was interviewed on his podcast. Um, and he does, cause he does interviews as well and talks with people about their hobbies. And one of the questions that he had, which I really found interesting was, um, what's something that you wanted to do as a kid? Like, what was your, like, dream, like, career, job, whatever, as a kid? And so we talked about so many different subjects. Like, I talked about how I wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid. I was always fascinated with astronomy and um, uh, space movies and things like that. Not just the science fiction space movies, because if you know me at all, you know I love science fiction. But also, like, the movies like you know, Apollo 13 and, and, uh, like first man, which recently came out, which was a brilliant film about Neil Armstrong. Um, you know, and that, uh, that type of stuff. But then we started talking about like building Legos, um, and, and, and Lego sets. And we started talking about music and how I actually, um, opened for Petra, uh, my, the band I was in, not me, myself, but the band I was in, we actually opened for Petra and the Katinas, um, one time. And then also, uh, if my band had not broken up, we were supposed to be a fill-in co- uh, band to open for Alice in Chains. I know Petra and Alice in Chains probably couldn't be further apart on the spectrum. Uh, but yeah, I just happened to be our, our little band, we went up for on Thursday nights to uh, Boardwalk Billy's in the university area in Charlotte. And we'd play on Thursday nights because they had an open band night. And um, one of the ladies who happened to be the tour manager for Alice in Chains when they reformed happened to be there uh, one night because she had heard us talking about that we were playing there. And she asked where we were playing and when. 
uh, she had come in to get her phone fixed at the Verizon I was working at. And a guy walked up. He's like, hey, you, you're going to be ready to practice a little bit before we head up there. I was like, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, she was like, practice. And so we told her about the band. She came up and listened to us and offered us a chance to open because the first opening band for Alice in Chains, the, when they were playing in Charlotte, had to cancel. So because of a illness or something. So we talked about that, and it was really cool getting to talk about those little things, those little bits of life that were like hobbies, that were like little side things that I did, and that was a lot of fun, and, and a lot of, that's what his interviews are about, and that's why I'm just giving you that preview of my interview, I'm not just trying to showcase myself, <laughs> but I'm just giving you that as a like, you know, that's the type of stuff we talked about, so if you're into like people talking about those little things that they just really enjoy, those hobbies, those those pastimes that they enjoy, uh, this is definitely a show for you because you might find another hobby or a pastime that, that you enjoy. So, you know, definitely, definitely check out Hacks and Hobbies. Uh, the next one, as promised, <laughs> is Errol Helps Entrepreneurs. This is my good friend and mentor, uh, Errol Erdeman. Uh He has been on the show twice, actually. Once I interviewed him, the other episode I did, it was from a Facebook Live where he read the foreword that he wrote for my book. He is an international uh, best-selling author of The Magnetic Entrepreneur. And on his show, he interviews people who are successful entrepreneurs and asks them questions about how they did things, how they wrote their books, things like that. I mean, he's had um, Robert uh, Moore, he's had Tony J. Cellini, he's had, you know, um, uh, Tyler Wagner, he's had all of these great interviews on his show, and that's what he does. He interviews these people, reaches out to them. Uh, I know he's going to be interviewing Rock Thomas uh, on the show, which there's actually a connection there between the three of us. I didn't really know who Rock Thomas was. He's you know, millionaire, uh, entrepreneur. He, um, he's written a couple books. He uh, is a uh, Tony Robbins coach. Uh, he, he's worked with people all over the world, coaching, mentoring, speaking, doing all of these things. And he ended up getting connected with my show, and I interviewed him. I read his book before I interviewed him. I did tons of research. I spent pretty much an entire day studying him because I knew nothing about him except for the fact that he was a, you know, <laughs> he he had uh, been connected with me uh, via a mutual contact and um, was going to be on my show. So I'm telling Errol about this, that I had had him on my show, and he's like, no way, I actually went to one of his coaching um, retreats and actually met him and stuff. So it was like weird, because I was like, I didn't know you guys were connected. I mean, it's just, you know, like six stories of Kevin Bacon. You know, I had no idea. And if you don't get that reference, you, I think you can Google it. <laughs> um, but it was talking about how within six degrees of any one person, you probably know, like six connections away from you, there's probably somebody that knows Kevin Bacon, like personally. Um, but anyway, um, so he's going to have Rock Thomas on the show, which I can't wait to hear that interview, because um, Rock was just such a really cool guy to talk to and to interview, and I mean, so many great life lessons uh, there, for sure. Um, 
and you know Errol just he 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 believes in doing everything like a thousand percent. He doesn't believe in giving a hundred percent. So, you know, just it's a great show uh, to you know to give you some ideas to get started, to get you motivated, to get you up, get you moving, and you know to get you starting that business and and saying yes and doing uh, and following through. You know, he's an excellent motivator. He loves helping people. He's helped me on LinkedIn. He helps people selflessly all the time uh, with getting their message out there and coming up with ideas to market themselves better. So highly recommend uh, checking that podcast out. The next one is Ask When. Now, when I met her by accident, basically, um, as much as one can, um, I started up the dual bot, dual podcasts, um, site and started trying to advertise podcasts and help them get their name out there better. And, you know, come up with creative ideas because that's what I do as creative Calvert. That's what I do. Try and come up with creative ideas to help people get their name out there, to get their show out there, to get things rolling. So what I did is I went on to LinkedIn after I made my dual podcast account and created the business page and got everything set up and I searched on LinkedIn for podcast and anybody that had podcast in their description anywhere on their account I sent friend requests to and just wanted to connect with as many podcasters, podcast hosts, podcast listeners, whatever you are, podcast business owners, whatever. Tried to connect with all of them. Um, Wynn actually contacted me. You know, she accepted nearly right away, and she contacted me via chat. We started chatting back and forth, and I've been helping her um, improve her advertising, get her show on more platforms. Uh, I've got her listed on the Dual Podcast Instagram page as well as the Dual Podcast business page on LinkedIn. Um and, you know, just really, she is a very tenacious uh, interviewer. She has so many interviews, and she shares so many people's stories. And, um, you know, it's it's a great show. She asks people a lot of really just <clears throat> interesting questions about what they're doing and brings a, a new light into a lot of business stuff, uh, a lot of, you know, just really really fantastic people that she's interviewed. I mean, she she outpaces me on the interview circuit 10 to 15-fold. I don't know how she has time to do the, all of that, but somehow she manages. And uh, I you know, definitely recommend checking out Ask When. Um, it's available pretty much anywhere where podcasts can be heard. Um, <clears throat> but her show, um, The Morning Star Journal, you know, are two that I definitely try have tried to help out along with wonderful Radio Flanagan and Impact by Choice. Um, definitely trying to help those guys out get more exposure because they're smaller, newer shows, and um, you know, got to get the word out. You know, I'm I'm trying to figure out ways to help bring podcasting into the 21st century because beforehand, the only way I found out about podcasts or heard about people podcasts was oh yeah, hey, I'm listening to this podcast, you should check it out. And I'm like, okay, well, um, 
why is there not a, an easy website to find or, or something? Or, or why, why aren't there Google search parameters where you can search for this stuff or whatever? Why isn't there some way to more easily find podcasts online? And that trend's really changing a lot. Um, especially in the last year, I've seen a massive shift in podcast advertising. Just like how Radio Public has started um, making podcast websites and their paid listeners program and all of that. Uh, there is a shift in that where podcasters want their voice to be heard. They want to be easily found. They want to be indexed. They want to be out there. That's why I created an entire FYI.to uh, smart list along with the dual podcast Instagram page because I'm trying to force the Google SEO to see these podcasts. Currently, I have 71 podcasts listed on dual podcast Instagram on the dual podcast um, LinkedIn account uh, business page and on my FYI.to um, smart list as well. And then I have a separate FYI.to smart list with a ton of hashtags on it to help the SEO out for those. And I put everybody's links in the first smart list. So each show has a link. So you can click on it and go straight to their show. With the other list that I created, it's a dumping ground. So basically, every single place that your podcast can be heard, I put it in there. And that way, that if your podcast can be listened to on Spotify, Radio Public, Anchor, you know, Apple Podcasts, you know, Google Play Music, wherever it can be heard... Every single place that it's available, it'll be listed in that dumping ground uh, page. And that's just to help the SEO pick it up. So when people search, like for instance, Pixel Power Podcast, they'll find and it'll throw up every single result that it can. Now granted, if your show has a very uh, standardized type of name, or there's a lot of podcasts listed with that type of name, it may or may not work, but it will at least get you out there so that if people search with the right parameters, they'll find you. But if you have a show that's very, very, you know, generic name, then unfortunately, uh, without paying a fortune, you're probably not going to get in the top listed on uh, Google because... You know, that's just the way it is, which is why in my book I mentioned, you know, look up the name of your show, Google it. What do you think your show should be called? Google that. Okay, nothing comes up with that name. Okay, go to Apple Podcast. Search for shows with that name. Okay, nothing at all comes up. Good, you've got your show for your name. And the reason why I say that is, is because if you put yourself into SEO programs and you sign up for advertising, and you pay for that advertising, you're going to have to pay a fortune to get your stuff to actually show up on Google if, you're, if your title of your show is something so generic that there's 8 billion search results that have the exact same name. So with that being said, you know, you want to make sure everything is, um, you know, is, is, is sensible and it's, you still want it to be you, you still want it to be your show, but you want to name the show in a way where it's not going to show up every, you know, you're not going to get a bunch of different results that have the exact same thing uh, 
you know, exact same name or wording. So you might just want to switch things around, you know, change it, reorder it, something like that. So, you know, that's always good to do. Now, the next show I'm going to talk about is The Fitness Journey with Wesley Bear. This guy is really cool guy, really great guy. I met him through LinkedIn. Um, he is, well, right now he's in Bali. Oh, uh, he may, I think he's going to Thailand next. Um, I'm not sure where, but, um, he does a show talking to people who are into fitness, um, which I am not a fitness person. Um, but, A lot of the lessons and things that they talked about, they actually took, like, ideas from fitness and work, and some of it is applicable to entrepreneurship. But if you're into fitness and you want to learn from people, you know, like, these great tips, you want to uh, kind of follow his journey and then um, how, like, being fitness Uh, oriented how becoming more healthy has impacted their personal and professional um, lives then you know and like I said it ties into entrepreneurship it ties into life there's not it's not just guys talking about yeah I pick things up and put them down it's actually a thoughtful podcast it's really really well put together Wesley has some fantastic interviews and he's continuing to record his podcast from just some of the most amazing places in the world like he shared a photo of um he went to a cafe where you can get luwak coffee and if you don't know what a luwak is it's if you've ever heard of like this really fancy coffee and a lot of people mistake it they say that um cats eat the coffee cherries and then poop them out and then they make the uh they make the coffee from that uh because the beans Uh, don't get processed they just eat it because of the cherry so they take the beans they clean them prodigiously and then they grind them up and make coffee or roast them and grind them up and make coffee um one of his like he was working on one of his episodes from a luwak coffee company and and luwak are not cats though they are uh definitely in the feline uh family but they are very cool-looking creatures. If you've never seen a Luwak, I highly recommend Googling it. They are really cool-looking creatures. But the thing is, about these Luwak, and I really want to try the coffee, though, of course, in America, it's like $200 a cup. Over in, in uh, Indonesia, you can get it for like $7. So I'll have to go. I'd rather go, I'd rather go there to a tropical paradise and have it um, because I f- would find the investment of my money more valuable than going to, like, say, a Starbucks or whatever whatever place would sell a $200 cup of coffee and drinking it here in America. Because, obviously, I can drink coffee in America anywhere I please. There's coffee companies everywhere. <laughs> but um, going to Bal- uh, Bali and actually drinking it there would be really cool. But the Luwak only pick the most uh, delicious of the cherries that they eat. So they actually hand pick and it's believed that they pick better cherries, which have better coffee beans in them than humans could even pick because their sense of smell and, 
and everything, and, and that's what they primarily subsist off of is these cherries. So they actually were like, hmm, they must be onto something. So the Luwak are actually their coffee pickers. And then they go around and do something that most people would find very detestable. And you're probably sitting here gagging just thinking about it. But I would totally be down for drinking a cup of coffee um, that was sourced by a Luwak. And of course, he was also in the picture that he shared. The, the Luwak was seen on his shoulder. Um, while he was working in his journal drinking coffee. So he's like, oh, I'm getting to have coffee with with the creator or with the, the curator of the uh, beans themselves. So I thought that was really cool. Um, not to get too far on a sidetrack, but I just have a huge respect um, <laughs> for, for what he's doing and, and the, the journey that he's taking. And I'm, I've really been enjoying following that. Uh, the next show that I want to talk about is called Work in Progress, and that is by Tiffany Para or Para. I hope I said that right. Please let me know, Tiffany, if you listen to my show. Um, but anyway, she is a phenomenal podcaster, and she believes in helping out the podcast community. She has tons and tons and tons of great interviews that she has done with people because she just she has no fear when it comes to asking people for podcast interviews um and matter of fact you probably remember i mentioned her in a previous episode because i did a post in her linkedin group that's called podcasters uh or um podcasters on li and i had put did a post where i was like if you could ask anybody to be on your podcast, you know, that, that would, uh, you know, come on, like, who's your dream interview? And her interview was drama, which if you don't know, he does the Young and Restless uh, clothing line. Uh, I believe he was on, if I'm not mistaken, MTV um, back in the day and just super huge uh, clothing mogul. Uh, right now out in uh, California, and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to ask him, so I, I sent him an email, and uh, you know, I was like, hey, I've got a friend, she's a huge fan of your, your clothing line, and your work, and your business, and she runs a, a really awesome podcast, and uh, she'd like to interview you, of course, that's not exactly what I said, I tried to write it up as best as I can, could, um, and I sent it to him. Now, granted, I didn't get word back from drama, but, you know, I'm not afraid to ask people either. Uh, you know, I do get nervous about asking people because I'm like, I, who am I? But at the same time, um, I'm getting over that self-doubt, so I'm working on it. And, of course, obviously, if I'm asking for someone else, I don't, you know, it's a whole lot easier for me to ask for someone else. So, like, I, I tweeted to the president of um, Insomniac Games and asked him if he would interview on the Morningstar Journal with Tariq, because uh, Tariq is a huge fan of uh, Ratchet and Clank series. So, I figured that'd be a cool interview, so I asked him. And, of course, Tariq uh, sent me a message right after that when I told him. He's like, I don't know whether to drive over to your house and strangle you or hug you for doing that. <laughs> so, um, as you can tell, he did not strangle me. Um, but, uh, 
you know, it was, it was definitely cool, because I don't mind asking people for things, you know, or, or, you know, because you, you look, gotta look at it as, it's a piece of content, you're getting to out, get out there, and interview on a show, and you can share that show out, like, hey, this is my interview, even if you've already got a million other interviews, it's more content, more content's never a bad thing, because it's easy to get lost in the sea of content, I mean, if you listen to my episode with Matt Labrie, he was talking about how, like, nearly a hundred hours uh, of, what was it, nearly a million hours of video on Facebook are watched each day or something like that. I, dang it. I need to go back and listen to my own episode. But it was a lot. Basically put, there's a lot of content being consumed and created every single day. And it's easy to get lost in that. Uh, see. So the more content you have, the easier it is for people to find you. Think of it as as, uh, as uh, runway lights, you know, to your business. Your business is on this tropical island, and, you know, people are trying to fly, and all the islands look the same from 30,000 feet up, and they see the lights for the runway, and they're like, that's the place. You know, and they know that's where to go. So the more lights you have, the more easily you're going to be seen by the airport or by the airplane, people are going to be able to find your island out there on the internet. So, just food for thought, guys. Uh, speaking of food for thought, books. You guys know I love books. <laughs> you guys know that I have written uh, nine books. Uh, my my most recent book, uh, Hurling Towards a Home: A Story of Hope. Uh, is live on uh, Apple iBooks and um, Kindle uh, for pre-order. And, um, you know, so what better way to talk about that than to talk about the podcast that I was interviewed on that she has so many great interviews. And I was actually, it was a Facebook Live but she also does podcast interviews, and it's called Marketing with Coffee uh, with Delilah Cordova. Now, uh, if you're searching for her show, it's easier to search by her name on iTunes. I don't know why it doesn't come up with Marketing with Coffee, but if you search Delilah Cordova, you'll find her show very easily, or if you go to at Dual Podcasts on Instagram, and you scroll down, you'll find her show, uh, and it is there. And of course, you can click the link in my bio and find it as well, and get the direct link to Apple um, uh, Podcast or iTunes. And what she does, she runs a marketing business for authors to help them better promote their books. Uh, she and I met at LinkedIn Local. Uh, back in November. And, you know, I told her that I was an aspiring author. That I was writing this science fiction novel. And she was just like, I'm a podcast host and I do Facebook Live and I, I run a marketing business for books. And she was just so ecstatic, you know, because to meet, a, to meet an author, you know, because that's what she does. That's her business. And the, and the thought that she'd meet an author at LinkedIn Local... They could, she could potentially help, and they could potentially be a client. It's probably not something that was on her radar, 
you know, I mean, most people think, oh, you know, it's a networking event, it's going to be a stuffy affair, I'm probably going to come back with like 20 business cards from people that, you know, that I, I, I just met a few minutes ago, and I really, you know, don't know if any of them are going to be useful business cards to keep, I'll probably have to look at this stuff later, you know, and I'm trying to bring, like, LinkedIn Local into, like, or in Charlotte into, like, the 21st century and make it, you know, less of a, like, hey, uh, here's my business card. I do, I, I'm a tax advisor to, hey, I want to learn how to better promote my business through marketing, through social media, through writing a book, through whatever means, from starting a podcast. And I want to work with like-minded people and learn from them and learn their tips and tricks and kind of make it a educational experience. Um, and Delilah was probably one of the people who helped me formulate that idea in my mind because she was like, she was just like, you know, hey, yeah, let's chat. Let's, I want to learn more. And so um, she. Uh, her assistant messaged me the next day. It was like, yeah, Delilah's been talking about you. She wants to bring you on and do a Facebook Live. And, you know, we'd love to have you on the show and talk about your book. So at that time, I didn't have any cover art. I didn't have anything. I didn't even have an editor yet. By the time I interviewed on the show, I had nothing uh, but the book. The book, I just actually finished it right as um, I was having the interview with her. So, I mean, that very second. I mean, as soon as the interview started, I typed the last word. I'm kidding. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so I got to talk about the book, and it was a Facebook Live. So she actually shared some some questions from the audience with me, and it was just really cool. Um, you know, and I, I definitely look to uh, having her help me with the marketing in the future. Uh, but her podcast, she interviews so many great authors. If you're interested in writing a book, and like I've said on the show multiple times, I think everybody has at least one book, at least one book in them to write. So if you're looking for that inspiration or to hear stories about people who have done that and to get that like fire built up in you, Marketing and Coffee is definitely the show for you. Like I said, search her name, Delilah Cordova, or go to the Dual Podcast Instagram page and find her there. Um, you know, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> it's a great show. And, um, you know, there's just so many podcasts out there, and I just wanted to highlight a couple of them. So in review, and in no particular order, just simply because I've forgotten which order I did them in, we're going to start from the newest one that I just added on my Instagram page because that's how I'm finding these a Teacher's Shoes. Great podcast. Highly recommend it. Decoding Success with Matt Labrie. Building from the Bottom with Gareth Rafferty. Impact by Choice with Andrada Enate. Let's see. Let's see. Do -do 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 -do. Authentic Act with Lee Everett. Wonderful Radio Flanagan with Paul Flanagan. Marketing and Coffee with Delilah Cordova. Work in Progress with Tiffany Parra. The Fitness Journey with Wesley Baer. Morningstar Journal with Tariq. Hacks and Hobbies with Janaid. Errol Helps Entrepreneurs. And Ask Wynn with, by Wynn Charles. 
So, with that being said, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little long. Thank you for sticking with me. Thank you, as always, for being a part of this show and listening and telling your friends, your families, your enemies, your coworkers, your cats, your dogs, whoever it may be, to listen to my show. I mean it, guys. Thank you. You guys make this show possible. You keep it going. You, uh, I'll steal this from from Small Town Murder and Crime and Sports, which are hilarious uh, podcasts. You guys are providing me the coal to shovel into the train to keep the train moving on the tracks. You know, you guys are making this possible and making it stay so real and enjoyable for me to keep doing it. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I look forward to sharing many more podcasts with you in the future. You know, I might do a couple of these. I might start like a monthly series where I just talk about new podcasts I've discovered. Um, That might be something new that I do. I just want to kind of break the mold. And of course, I'm copying this from wonderful Radio Flanagan. So definitely check out his show because I owe this episode to him. So thank you guys again for being a part of this journey that I'm on. And have a great day. And as always, Car Thoughts out. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David. And I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So, I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting. Lessons learned, lessons shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.